Podcast. It's all an act podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome. Series two, episode eight. Ooh. No way. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I am here no with way. the team, <laughs> Luciano and Tom. Hello, team. Hello. Hi, How are you, team? Diddlin, Diddlin, sound very sprightly. <laughs> the uh, sun must have gone to your head. Sun's out, guns out, buns out. <laughs> oh, okay. buns out, buns. The Huns buns. are back. Bun Huns from what, Mulan. Like, They've come back buns. to kill us. Like, no, like Not the buns hun. for like oh, like a man. A bap. Bap. We're all like going to die. A burger. A it's the end of the world. Uh, burger baps. Okay, <laughs> get, get the Huns down. out. Yeah, the Huns. The Huns are out. Okay, we're going to kill Mulan. To defeat. The, the buns. <laughs> oh my god! Right, we digress. Right, Colin. <laughs> I so, said buns. It's fine. Let's do some interesting articles. Let's not. Okay, and I'm going to mix it up a Ooh. little bit. Oh, this week. How? Right. How so can you mix it up. Your article. You'll get sixty seconds to talk <gasps> about your article. I can't do that. That's impossible. Okay. I'm not doing what? it. It's not impossible. No, it's mine is impossible. <laughs> This is what's happening. The title of Anna's article is, is at least <laughs> takes at least 61 seconds. You guys have to guess stuff. Well, no, yeah, if I don't about? finish saying it, you're not going to know and you're going to be silly on board. So. I didn't uh-huh. say we couldn't elaborate on it. I just said you got 60 seconds to talk about it, right? And then what happens? Do okay. we all blow up? No, and then you get fed to the lions if you don't. That's what happens. Okay, <laughs> so we can so, elaborate on it after we talk, talk about it. Yes, let's talked. spin that wheel this and see so whose confusing. article is going first. It's just like a little intro. Me! Right, you've got six seconds, Jazz. Go. Starting now. Okay, so my article is about the Tony Awards. So Josh Groburn and Sarah Bareilles. From Waitress? Is that the one? From Waitress, yes. And Jess, yes. And Jess, yes. She's done other stuff, but she's known for Waitress. Originally pop singers. Um, yeah, had their debut in musical theatre shows this year, um, are now hosting the Tony Awards. 30 seconds. So, yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about that. I know we talk about, um, like, stunt casting and stuff, but I wondered about stunt hosting, like, because Mm. they are new and fresh, do they just chuck them into the pot rather than having someone that's been around for ages and and is a well-known, established name? Good question. So, that's what I wanted to talk about. Five you seconds left. Yeah. Easy peasy, um, lemon squeezy. Oh, okay. I, d- I don't mind with hosting so much if they've done something. I mean, if there's if there's a better option, you know, like let's say that it's between, I know he's hosted it before, but let's say it's between Josh Groban and Neil Patrick Harris and they picked Josh Groban. Well, Neil Patrick Harris has done more. But isn't is that a reason? Who knows? To he's not someone? as he's not as relevant. I, I I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I think it'd be a bit boring as well if you pick someone like the star of Book of Mormon, the person that plays Elder Price and Elder Cunningham, because yeah. I'm sure it'd be funny. But for the people that haven't seen the musical, don't like the it, musical, or don't know who they are, would make sense. Yeah. So yeah. I, also, I I agree with with celebrities hosting stuff. Cool. Yeah. I think um, the person hosting it is more valuable for the people actually at the event rather than watching it like broadcasted on the television. Mm. Like after watching the Olivier's the other day, we didn't really see much. That's of... that's how you draw on a television audience as well, isn't it? Mm. With a celebrity host. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think as long as they've done something recent to contribute to musical theatre, or you know they've been involved in it or enjoy it, then yeah, cool. You know, we're like. It, 
let's say we we didn't do a show for a couple of months we didn't you know we had a year out we we'd still talk about it when we still do the podcast this is yeah. it's kind of like that just because yeah. they haven't done much well, I mean, they're do. not interested yeah. in it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, yeah you guys nothing. have a break at the yeah, minute so you know, yeah. yeah well yeah it's, it's kind technically of technically not we'll talk about that soon yeah true obviously we're not celebrities but you know i think yeah, exactly yeah i think if they do a good job then they should do it true cool <laughs> awesome Regardless. thanks that was from NewYorkTimes.com. <laughs> but I actually originally saw it on uh, our friends from on stage blog. Oh, our friends. Cool. Let's spin have no friends. My that friends. wheel. See who's going next. Lucy, you're okay. up. Hang on, Lucy. don't start it yet. I'm not starting yet. I'll tell you yet. when I'm ready. Lucy, okay. it started. You Are you ready? It. Steady. Ready. Go. So this is really exciting. Do you know the vaults? Um, immersive theatre show that's coming out. Do you know what it's going to be? No. It's really exciting. It's Disney's Fantasia. It's to celebrate the 19th oh, birthday yeah. of Mickey Mouse. You already knew that, didn't you, Anna? But yeah, it's going underground um, for a new heavy tech production. Um, and it looks really, really cool. Hmm. So there's going to be 3D projection. There's like a 96-piece orchestra yeah, it's just really cool. So I'm going to talk about it more, but I don't know. 15 want to. seconds to go. It opens on the 4th of July. I, I How did, long is I, it on for? Independence Day. It doesn't say. Yeah. Um, but I got that from whatsonstage.com, like usual. Check it out. I, um, I did see that actually the other day. It, lo- it looks. So exciting. Sounds like it's going to be amazing. It looks super cool. They, they do a Fantasia go. Disney show in Disneyland, Florida. And uh, if it's anything like that. It's, but a bit more immersive it sounds then it'll be like, great I think. so what's it going to be animatronics so no they have headphones on and it says I'm going to say this wrong binaural technology Ooh. as a technique for plugging our audience deeper into the worlds we create that can go in the dictionary yeah it it's probably going to be a bit like um, 4D cinema I'd imagine so isn't the it? set and light will create the world of film so I don't That's think it's cool. like a, you're watching the film It'd be like live, live 4D cinema kind of thing. Mm, a bit like, yeah. the, I think, a bit like the fireworks display at Disney. Like, oh, so as much as it's just watching fireworks, they do so much with it that it doesn't feel like you're just watching fireworks. It's mm. like water displays and stuff. Yeah. And char- I imagine there'll be characters on and stuff, like dancers for the hippos and stuff. Yeah, I think it's like, it's, so um, cool. it's under Waterloo Station. That's cool. So, and it's like in a tunnel. So I think you walk through it from what it said. It doesn't say you walk through cool. it, but. Oh, no, it does. The show will see audience walking around the various tunnels in the vaults under Waterloo Station while listening to an orchestra through headphones. Tell you what, I'm skipping the, the Chernobog scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be crazy. Screw walking through that in the underground. Our Screw friend, walking through that anywhere. Our friend's sister actually is teching there at the moment. No way. For Teddy, which was at the watermill. Mm. She's saying she's loving it, though. Apparently the theatre is amazing. So, yeah, she found out about that and said it would be mm. so good there. So... Very exciting. Okay, so the binaural technology, if that's how you say it. Um, so did you ever have the sound recording on your phone where it sounded like a barber was yeah, cutting yeah, your hair? Yeah, yeah, So you would put the left you plug into the left ear and the right plug into the right ear and it would sound like the barber was behind you and then it sounded like he was coming around to the left oh, right, and so right it's like, So it's like It's that. like 3D sound. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd close your eyes and then there'd be like a razor in your right ear and in your left ear and then you'd hear like snipping. Yeah, and snipping. It'd go like over the like, top. It was really yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. So they've recorded it in a natural way that your ears would would hear it. That's cool. So yeah, that's Super so cool. exciting. Yeah, let's try and get cool. tickets for that. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing. 
uh, well, Fantasia is quite a well-known Disney thing, but I don't know. They could have done something more classical, but they went for the old. What? Film. That is proper. Yeah, classical. but not a lot of people I know, know about it. Like it's not it's not a popular. They could have done like Beauty and the Beast or something, which yeah. is very it's, popular it's as the quite, Lion King. But they've gone for yeah, Fantasia. Yeah, but it's to celebrate Mickey Mouse's birthday. Yeah. It's quite Fantasia iconic, isn't it? Is him in the, yeah. in the wizard. That's why I'm glad they're doing it. They could have done like Steamboat Willie or something. It's the first film with Mickey Mouse in, isn't it? Fantasia. Yeah. I think I think it's a great idea. It wouldn't it wouldn't be as immersive as Beauty and the Beast. It kind of be like this is cool, but. Yeah. That's why I'm glad that Fantasia is going to be like, oh my god, this is what? incredible if they do it right. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. Cool. Awesome. Should we uh, have a spin and see who's next? Spin that wheel. Anna! Is it? Okay. I have my note. Hear ye, hear ye. By royal decree. And it's now a town crier. <laughs> okay. This isn't going to take long to talk about. Six seconds. (laughs) Go. Okay, so I got this from YouTube. And it's a YouTube channel called MS Mojo. I believe I've spoken to Tom about it, I think. Um, And they do, they are a YouTube channel and they kind of do things from films to TV shows to musicals. And um, they, I've just taken one of their videos and it's the top 10 modern stage musicals. Okay. Um, So probably within the last 10 years these musicals have been that are in the top 10 and it's just, I just th- thought you might be interested to see what the top 10 are in the UK or US um, US that's where it differs because if it was UK yeah sorry it is an American channel yeah, yeah. They, this channel as well I should say just right. do like all lists that's what they their whole yeah set up is just videos of lists, lists. of best oh, top yeah. 10 they things. just do t- lists of everything okay. so this was just I one of like the things that I found quite interesting that was what was the top was on should we have a guess then let's have a guess yeah. and a, have a guess. guess so number 10 did you want a clue wicked no I reckon <laughs> wicked would be a bit higher up so um I'm not going to guess either because I watched the video oh, actually I'm, I, I won't guess number one because I know what that is I can't remember what the rest were Okay, number 10. Um, Go on then, give us a clue. Is it so like... <laughs> is it top 10 of this year? Or no, top 10 of, of modern ever? musicals, so it's been probably about the past 10 years. Phantom? Nope. Is it quite new? No. I think it's off the West End, actually. I'm struggling it's on the West End. I'm trying uh, to think American, and that's Greece? really making no. me find it hard. It, it's four boys. Jersey, Jersey boys. Jersey boys. Yeah. Okay, number nine. Up three boys. We've all seen it. We all love it. Pinky Beats. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, actually, she said we all love it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Number eight is um, based on a film. Mm, Mamma Mia. No, it's got music in it. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, that narrows it down. The actors perform musical instruments on oh. stage. They what? They perform musical instruments on stage. I don't know if you guys will know it. Which it, is it wasn't Eastwick? in the West End for very long. Which is Eastwick? No. Beautiful. No. Um, Close. Something like that. Yeah. But it's Oh, more, Once? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Once is a beautiful musical. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I like the songs. Apparently, yeah, I love yeah. the songs. Number seven film. is, a, um, had never been to the West End. It's won lots of Tony Awards for music. The film didn't do very well. It's a Disney. Into the Woods? Oh. 
No, the film didn't do very no. well. The f- it's Disney, but the, the musicals are do. one of the biggest hits Disney's ever had. Oh, what? Um, That's baffled me. Little Mermaid. Nope. Aladdin. Little Mermaid's nope. huge film. Uh, Notre Dame. Hunchback. Nope. Aida. Nope. Lion King. Nope. All these films are good, guys. And it's a Disney musical. It's still, on, it's still on Broadway. <laughs> Frozen, right Lion King, Aladdin, uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Tarzan. Um, Aida. How have we not got this? This is so <laughs> annoying. Give us a clue. Um, I'll sing a song Punch from back. it. Oh, here we go. Look at me. I'm the oh, king Newsies. Of yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, I know it's a Disney musical, but I don't was, think it was. that out of tune? Was that out of tune? Copyright, Colin? Yeah, was, yeah, was okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, number six is um, also based on a film. I love it. Mummy. No. Uh, the Little Mermaid. No. <laughs> What's that I love? A I very, very female-dominated musical. Legally Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> um, number five is an interesting one, actually. One I didn't think would be in the top ten, but it's number five. Um, it's a bit of an odd musical. It's not been a... Oh, it might... I think it might be coming out, like performing soon in the uk for the first time but it's a bit of a weird musical bit touchy subject um but a lot of the cast from spring Spring is it spring awakening (laughs) spring awakening yeah i was gonna say a lot of people from the cast were also casting glee and that's what i was gonna give you is your clue (laughs) is it it glee (laughs) spring awakening was was number five number four um i thought it just phantom Nope. Um, they also wrote the music for Avenue Q, but it's not Avenue Q. Good Mormon. Yep. <laughs> Number three. Very, very new. Very, very popular at the moment. Harry Potter. No, it's a it's musical. Not. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hamilton. I'm not. Yep. My brain is not working. Number moment. two. I can't believe this is second. Um, no, it's it's been around for a while. It was one of the first shows I've ever saw. Name is? Ever saw. Hairspray? No. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really that's high. Yeah. That's really and number show. one. <laughs> Wicked. Yeah. Mm. And there's some honourable mentions that they discussed with the modern musicals. They said Dear Evan Hansen, Thoroughly Modern Millie and Waitress. And Hollywood the musical. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was really it interesting, is from Hollywood. actually. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I just thought it was a bit of a, like... Interesting top ten. It is. Actually, I remember. Yeah. I that was the. But it's US. That's the thing. That really. was the first video I watched, and I went really different views. Especially the hairspray being at the top. I was like, but <gasps> hairspray's such yeah, an underrated hairspray musical. over yeah. Hamilton. Mm. I would prefer to watch hairspray over Hamilton. Ha- hairspray's about something more important. And Spring Awakening mm. beating it's like you know Kinky what? Boots. I think hairspray gets because it's such an upbeat, fun musical. The message kind of doesn't get lost because of the musical but I think people take away from it the fun side and they yeah. don't actually really think about the message Ham- Hamilton, Hamilton's historical but Hairspray is both historical and still in, like relevant mm-hmm. but there was another video I watched that I recommend you watch and it's um, oh, 10 musicals that should be that should be made into film Oh, and I think you'll. Look, I think a lot of you would agree of some of the we should, uh, show choices that should be. In we should try and do the reverse at one time as well. Ten films that we think should be musicals. 
I feel like we've done that yeah. before, so but maybe that have, wasn't on the podcast. I don't know if it's yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I can come up with just a few in ideas. our dreams. I got a few. Yeah. yeah, that should could be a game. How many of them do you think would be Disney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've we should have a ban on Disney one films. Major Disney film that should be a musical, and it's not. Cool. Let's move on. <laughs> Tom, your article, please. Start the timer. Ready? Go. So my article is from whatsonstage.com, seeing Ooh. a theme here. We always go with him. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, the, the title of this article is How Much Money Do West End Performers Earn Compared to Broadway? Caught my eye because um, I don't really know how much West End stars make, let alone how much Broadway stars make. But, you know, you, you already can imagine that Broadway stars make a lot more than, than West End stars. Yeah. So this article uh, doesn't just talk about actors. It also talks about musicians and stage managers. And yeah, it's actually got the, the average rate so that we can see, see what the difference is. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so the, uh, they, they've taken the, the average rates between 2018 and 2019. Um, this is equity, equity UK. Um, so the minimum weekly wage for actors in venues with a capacity of over 1,100 seats is £695 for, per week. Um, 800 seaters is 632 This is obviously on average. Um, that's Sorry, that's from 800 to 1,099 seats is 632 um, And £569 for any theatre that has eight, uh, 799 seats or fewer. Um, by comparison, the minimum wage for Broadway performers is $2,034 a week, Whoa. which at the exchange rate at the moment is £1,430. Oh, my Lord. So depend, depending on where you're performing... Um, it could be three times it could, it could Yeah, yeah, it could be a That's lot insane. more. Almost. Um yeah. A huge difference of up to £862 per week. It depends crazy. where you're performing. If you're in a big show, but if you're not, you know... Um, performers, it says, can also adjourn. Uh, uh, <laughs> performers can also earn additional payments for extras, such as ninety-one pound a week for being dance captain, four hundred and six dollars on Broadway, <gasps> or twenty-six pound per performance for understudying a lead role, um, which is fifty-four dollars on Broadway. So, not a huge difference for that, but no. still. I thought that would have been higher. Actually, yeah, so do on I both think I think that's ridiculous for being an understudy. Um, there's not as much of a gap in musicians. Uh, so this was 2017, 2018 again. Um, the minimum for musicians set by the Musicians Union is £1,000, increasing by 150 if they have to play any extra instruments in the show. And the Broadway equivalent is uh, $1,886 or £1,325 a week. So not much more in yeah. difference, but about £325. And stage managers... Um, they're on a minimum weekly wage for venues with a capacity of over 1,100 is 815. Same again, 800 to almost 1,100 is 752. And then anything below is 689. Whereas on Broadway, ready? This, this one's, this one's a big one on Broadway. The minimum weekly salary is $3,342, <gasps> which is almost 2,400 pounds oh a week for a musical <laughs> or for a play they get 2,870 ish dollars which is about 2,020 quid do you know what I was... um, which is a difference of just over 1,500 pounds Jeez. for stage managers oh I was going to say the English 
pounds, like the English wage difference between performers and stage managers, the performers are getting more than the stage manager, right? Yeah. I don't know if I think that's right. Yeah. The stage well, manager's the sta- probably stage there longer so do, and have to do more. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't can't know. really. You, I can't the thing, really thing is, you, you can put on oh. a show. You can put on a show without a lead actor. You can't put yeah. on a show without a stage manager. So stage so, manager has so much responsibility yeah. as well. But yeah, so when when you break it down, it's like maybe about eight hundred pound difference for oh performers, goodness. about three hundred for musicians, and about thousand five hundred for stage managers, depending on venues and venue oh size my. and stuff. Do you think that reflects the living cost between uh, London and New York? I I think it's just because the venues are bigger, so they make more money. Yeah, that's true. West End, not all West End theatres, but most West End theatres are smaller than most Broadway. True. Mm. And Broadway's bigger. Yeah, Broadway's just bigger anyway. Yeah, 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 but then again, we get like the NHS and stuff, and they have to pay for the healthcare and and things like that. There's more demand for Broadway because there's more people in true. New York, but even still, that's a America. massive, massive. It's difference. huge. Yeah, yeah. It's so, not like the theatres don't have the money either, is it? Nah. Step so. it up, step it up, West End theatres. Oh, yeah. So harsh. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks, only fair. I mm-hmm. think there's probably reason for it though. Yeah, the the amount of people I've seen though that have done like, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, Zizi Strallen, she did the, she played Mary Poppins in the tour. Um, and she's she's done loads of stuff. She's in Strictly Ballroom as a lead at the minute, and blah blah blah. Some Matthew Bourne and, stuff. Um, yeah, and I remember seeing a video of of her on Snapchat in her flat. She was looking for a flat, and I was like, "If you're the lead in a musical, surely you should be making enough to live in a house." <laughs> yeah. like, I know houses are expensive, but like at least be renting a house or something. Yeah. Um, obviously, it depends what financial situation the partner's in or whatever. But you, you would think that it's it's a job that you train hard for and it's difficult to get you would think when you get it you'd be able to yeah i think when you get that job though it's the satisfaction like having the job yeah, is you, enough you know you, don't you know what you're it. getting into like you do you still have to be able to live yeah but yeah, you, i don't think you do that job to earn loads no, of money you, do you, you know what you're getting into when you when you decide that's what you want to do for a career but you Definitely you would up. expect like you run the o2 for the satisfaction of you love live performances and stuff and you want to put on shows yeah. but you wouldn't expect to work at you, know, you wouldn't expect to earn, like to to be one of, uh, like a CEO at the O2 for I know obviously it's not CEO a mm. CEO equivalent but you wouldn't expect to be high up at the O2 for 26 pound a show would you like yeah, exactly you know yeah. obviously there's a huge difference between the O2 and West End but mm. just as an example like you expect once you've made it and you're there to reap the rewards yeah. what you don't expect is to keep getting job after job after job I think that's where it should fall down but yeah you expect when you get there to be paid to be paid well I know it's not the case it's interesting but. that it's based on seats yeah that's yeah. true I suppose yeah, more the more seats, seats, more seats more the more yeah. audience the more money yeah. the more so you can get paid and probably the bigger the show as well true cool interesting hmm. okay so I just want to talk a bit about GDPR which is a big change that is happening um, in the UK and Europe and even when Brexit happens um, it will still take effect and they've got a bill in place for that stands for like general data protection protection regulation regulation yeah so even if you are from the US and um, you're collecting data from us in the UK, you still have to abide by 
the rules. Our laws. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me just get up. So, do you guys know anything about it? Have you heard about it? Do you know? I, ha- I haven't heard about involved? it until you mentioned it. Sounds like a police department. <laughs> <laughs> GCPD. That's the Gotham, <laughs> Gotham City Police yeah. Department. Um, I wonder if this has come off the back of the Mark Zuckerberg thing. Well, no, it, it's been happening for a yeah. long, long, long 2016, time. 2016, so. it was put in place, and with the view of it actually being the law from mm. May the 26th or something mm-hmm. this year. Uh, yeah. Which is why I'm surprised I haven't heard about it, because it's been kicking around for two years. Mm. I think it's probably one of those things... And now you, all of a sudden it's coming, that it's actually coming into place. I think it's, it's one of those things you probably all have heard about, but just... Goes over your head, doesn't it? Don't take in, yeah. you'll, you'll probably mm. hear it everywhere now, you know, you mm. know what you're listening for. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it will apply a lot to, to any business, but Amdram Society. So May twenty fifth. Oh, sorry, that's a day. You, you, that's fine. Um, is the day that it will happen and change and everything. You can prep mm-hmm. before that. Um, so basically, it's a big, the biggest change in the last twenty years with data protection, and the old regulation used to say what you couldn't do and now this regulation says what you should do um so just some of the changes they talk about data subjects so anyone that you have collected information off of so if you've got like a mailing list um you've got people's names and all their email addresses and you're you're sending out i don't know a newsletter or telling people what show you're doing or um just getting them to fill in a survey or something um they would be classed as a data subject so you must disclose and get them to give full consent and know what you are doing with the information that they are providing you with loads of companies do this already though not all companies do but lots already do but it's now the wording so you have to have on there full consent to now apply with the new regulation also uh, you must delete any data that you are not using how how people are gonna police this i i really don't know um, well, I mean, it's like, like, like I mentioned earlier, the whole stuff. Mark Zuckerberg thing that's popped up. If, yeah. if you've not been following it, he's basically been he sold data off to a, a third party. Yeah, he's 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 been he's been he's held on trial by the U basically by the U.S. government because of they want because of like claims that he's being not uh, following the the privacy settings and like cheating his way around it. But yeah. You know, if sold, like if, if data that you how how long's Facebook been going on for? Two thousand six or something like two thousand four. Like so, yeah. if it's taken them this that long to police that, how long is it going to take them to? Yeah, think about how many huge companies there are in the world, and then there's far more tiny, tiny, tiny companies than there are huge companies. Yeah, like is, I well, work like, for what five companies as it is, and. That's one person. How many people are there in the world? How Thing many people well, are like working people, for companies? People, you can make your own website by going on Wix.com and just mm-hmm. you can get data from people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I know you should probably research it, but if you don't know that you're supposed to be doing this, mm-hmm. then yeah. Wix aren't going to tell you, are they? They're just gonna and that's why we're here to try and help yeah. you out. Actually, Wix did inform me. Did they? We, we are with mm-hmm. Wix. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they did send me, I've been informed send me a lot an email. Work I think, it's just crazy. I, I think. think it's just a sensible thing to do, though, even yeah. if this law isn't in place. I know a lot of um, 
companies like that it when you sign up to their mailing list or whatever you have to read their terms and conditions before you do it and it says that you consent to this and you mm. tick a box that says you do i think it's a sensible thing to do i agree it, without the law because you're covering yourself but now the law is there yeah but it just means to. that you can like um accuse people of stuff if they have done it and you don't want them to i think yeah, but you never used to have to tell people what you were doing with the information that yeah but this is what i'm saying if people are sensible about their business and don't want to get screwed over they would have done that already without it being the law i think i think people need to use their head a bit more as well like people don't realize that once you post something online it's there there forever like it doesn't matter if you tick a box saying i i agree to the private terms i was talking to jake who's a friend of ours and a guest we had on once about going back to the facebook thing about that and he was saying that yeah, you can put a profile picture up and delete a Facebook account, but if you search your name on Google, yeah, it still pops it. up. Still it, it's up. the same yeah, with this. You, you, yeah, you type your details in, you, there'll yep. still be some way to find it. Yep. And people don't like that, but if they don't like it, don't they don't it. like the answer of stop using the internet then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Two-way street. Yep. Uh, data subjects have the right to revoke their consent at any time, um, and it must be straightforward for them to do so. Um, there is a new central office for data complaints um why they've done that i don't know i wonder if they'll have they're preparing themselves for an influx now with the change of people going oh well well now that there's something written down saying this is what you have to do if people don't do it the tiniest bit there's more to complain about whereas Mm -hmm. when it's saying don't do this if they've done it in a way that they don't like yeah exactly yeah Yeah. people like getting under people's skin as well don't they yeah Yeah. Yeah. everyone loves a whinge yeah um Businesses with large lists must appoint a data protection officer. Mm. I find that a bit grey. Like, with the large list, what what is a large list? Yeah. I thought you said a large list. And yeah. I was like, what's a large yeah. list? A hundred? Two hundred? Well, it depends. It's, it's, all, it's all, like, put into perspectives, isn't yeah. it? You could like, have a list of a thousand people. Exactly. But you, you they need provide to, they'll, they'll put specifications on that, I think, in, in the future. In the law, I think in it, the regulation. Yeah. When you read it, you can you can read through and but I think to your heart's content. In, in my training I've done, uh, my teacher training, it says if you own your own dance school, you have to have someone in charge of data protection, no matter how big it is. Yeah. So. And they've also increased the um, age barrier from 13 to 16, which I think for is what? much better for data protection. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean? So, uh, like, for collecting data from yeah. so people you can't collect it from, from 16. From 16. From, yeah, so you can't, yeah. you can't get it from anyone below that age. How they would know, I don't know. You can put in any, I, any it's, data. It's, just, it's the same know? thing we run about with the sexual harassment thing. It's yeah. just there to cover people's butts, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and like I said before, it says about um, no matter where you're collecting data from, you still have to abide by this. Um, cool. Will it affect you? Yes. Yes. Well, it'll affect us as a podcast. Um, and if you're on our jam society, whoever is handling membership, for example, mm. that'll be full of emails. Uh, make sure you just get an email out to everyone and, and say, this is how we're using your information. Just kept on a database or using it for a mailing list or a newsletter. Um, and just get their full consent. Um, the craziest thing I've read what happens if you don't comply? You die. Have a guess at how much the fine will be. Five if grand. You don't comply. Fifty grand. I was going to say one grand, but I think 
100 million pounds. Just picked it up. Keep, Five grand. Keep going. Ten grand. Keep going. Is it higher grand. than Lucy's? Yep. Keep 100 going. grand. What? Keep going. I said 50 grand. 200 grand. 150,000. Keep going. 500 grand. 2,000. A million pounds. Keep going. Two million. Ten million. Three million. You are still way off. One well, billion. Just a billion. <laughs> Tell us A billion then. pounds. 20 million euros, it says, because obviously it covers for That's Europe. That's Or 4% <laughs> of your total global turnover. See, this is the thing. Is the way this is written, they are only going to do it for the big companies, aren't they? If you are a small company... No, do four percent. Yeah, exactly. No, no, but what I mean is, they're not even going to look at them. They're, yeah, they're obviously like trying to target big, big yeah, companies. Yeah, it's, it's the issue obviously lies in the big companies, which means that small, small companies. smaller companies can just get away with anything. Just yeah. do what you like, guys. But yeah, yeah, here's this person's no, address. That's not what we're saying. Um, <laughs> but if someone reports that, I'm it, group. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and if you get that's reported, so yeah, make sure you do comply with the new GDPR. Cover your backs. Yes, definitely. Are they cool? Let's talk about Anna's Ta-da. album of the week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. Anna's yeah. of the week. Album of the week. Bum, bum, bum. We had Tarzan, the musical. We did. Broadway In slow edition. Slow motion. Yes. <laughs> um, Broadway edition, not the film score. No. Interesting. Why, why the Broadway rather than the film score? Um, when I was in... Um, when I did some training when I was younger in London, um, you, you just got given group pieces for your group and it was just like, learn learn this song in your group and then you got to perform it at the end of term and stuff and one of the songs we had to do was You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan. And I was like, oh, okay, I know this song. And then I was like, wait, it's got loads of harmonies with it. And it had all these harmonies and it was just one of those things that we performed as a group and we sang the song with all these harmonies and it was just amazing and it's such a lovely soundtrack and then it kind of got me thinking like oh I didn't realize there was a Broadway musical um and then I spoke to a few couple of years ago now um Vicky Allen who's the lighting technician and she was saying oh I just listened to the soundtrack and I was like yeah it's great isn't it and it's just the fact we just talked about it and she was like it helps me go to sleep and stuff I was like okay <laughs> but yeah no, it was good and we talked about visions of the show and what we thought and I just thought it was really interesting and the fact it's not very popular especially the fact he hasn't come to the UK didn't do very well on Broadway I was like oh I wonder why and Tom and I saw Disney's Broadway hits at the Royal Albert Hall and we had Josh is it Josh, Josh Strickland, Strickland who, who played Tarzan and we saw him perform and he was just phenomenal it, it was amazing and just like he performed exactly how he did on the CD and it was just, yeah, I just thought it was amazing. And I think it's really underappreciated and underrated. And I think I it you was, guys to hear it. I think <laughs> it was probably um, a great show, but just, um, just, just didn't bring in the audience. Yeah. Well, when we went to Disney and they did, we watched the show that had Merida and everyone mm-hmm. in, Tarzan was in it for a bit. And even that tiny, mm. tiny, mm-hmm. like 30 seconds that he was doing all the. Um, what do they call it? Aerial? Is it aerial? Aerial, aerial yeah, work, yeah. yeah. It was in just insane. Yeah. I would definitely watch a whole show of that. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea why and it's like, not done well. I've, I've seen pictures of Josh Strickland as Tarzan, and he. I've, I've watched a couple of backstage videos as well, and he had to be so fit to. Mm. And basically, yeah. a circus performer. It's, it's, yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Basically, a circus, because yeah. you've got like gymnastics and trapeze work and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, everyone enjoyed it this week? Yes. Awesome. Phil Collins is one of my favourite artists. So, uh, five any, mics. Any song. Lucy, 
4.8. Oh! I love I love Tarzan <laughs> anyway. It's one of my favourite Disney yeah. films. I love the it's songs good. from the um, film and I've listened to a couple from the soundtrack but not the whole way through. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Anna, I'm guessing you're going with a five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tom? I'm giving it four and a half. Oh! Only, only reason it's dropped half is because... You know, the actual film soundtracks got Phil Collins. So yeah. That, you that, can't that, beat Phil Collins. The Broadway soundtrack has Phil Collins on it mm. at the end. It does. At the, the last song is Phil Collins. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Ha <laughs> 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 well, To be fair, I haven't listened to it much. Because um, he wrote um, most of the music, I think. Yeah, yeah. The but only... Yeah. That's, that's the only reason it's dropped 0.5 for me is because... The only reason that mine dropped 0.2 was because it's probably my fault, not the soundtrack's fault. I struggled to differentiate between some of the voices. Mm. Mm. Jasmine, Jasmine. Um, probably a three and a half from me. Uh, I like Disney. Not the biggest fan of Tarzan, uh, the film, the score, um, and it was just—I don't know. It, there just wasn't something about it that sparkled enough for me. It was just, just each their own. Mm. Fair, yeah. I enjoyed it. Thought it was, but yeah, just. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was in the right frame of mind or <laughs> the timing or, oh, no. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Favourite song? Strangers Like Me. I love that one. One of my favourite songs ever, anyway. I like For the First Time or For Two Worlds. For the first time which, in forever, um, finally understand. Or Two Worlds, which is the opening number. Not that one, Tom. I like... You'll be in my heart, which is really cheesy. I know, I don't care. It's just always been good my favourite. There's a reason so many <laughs> people one. like it. I like the Trash the Camp Trash as well. Trash the Camp. Oh, yeah. And Trash the Camp just is, like, my, is my favourite. I'd love yeah. to see that on the, the stage. F- that was the one song that really didn't live up to the film one, actually. Yeah. I think. I think, it, I think it's, a, it's, like a, I think it's a visual ones. one, though, isn't it? Yeah. I think you have love to be to there and watch it. I think it'd be like a stomp. Stomp moment. True. Okay. So, shall we pick the next album of the week so yeah. Tom and Anna I have taken you out of good, the good. wheel so I mean just, not good I've got loads I still want just to do but Lucy <laughs> I, it's fair so fair game Lucy I hope you have got one up your sleeve <laughs> not got sleeves okay it's a hot day let's so let's spin that wheel and see who it is it's Anna <laughs> <laughs> what it is somehow Lucy. Lucy. Oh. Oh. Now, mine isn't a current or new musical, but it's one that I thought was relevant for all of us, and that I didn't know if any of you had listened to before. So, uh, we all were in the Wizard of Oz together, and um, Anna and I both like Wicked. What's the other one? The Wiz. Ah. Oh, I love the Wiz. I Have hate the Wiz, but I love the soundtrack. Okay. I well, I didn't know film. if you'd listen to it, and I thought we always go on about Wicked, and we were in Wizard of Oz and know that so well, so I thought we'd learn the third one. Are we doing mm. the the film soundtrack? Um, I've got the. Hang on. Describe the cover art to us. <laughs> I love it when we yeah, do this. <gasps> I love the Wiz. Describe what it looks like. Describe it. You can't win. Uh, Michael Jackson in the. Uh, Who's a scarecrow? Yeah, and, and, and Donna Ross. A couple of famous people. Yeah, she was. She was. So I Dorothy. have got the original soundtrack. Mm, I don't. Was it the live one? Yeah. 
with all four of their faces on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's green um, background with yellow, the Wiz, and then the four faces. In it's got someone thing. famous in it as well, playing the Tin Man. I can't see. But yeah, I'm sure it has. Is it you? <laughs> yeah. no, Queen, Queen Latifah's um, in it. So Elijah Kelly, that's who it is. It's not too long, but it's uh, not super short. But there are some fantastic songs in it. Nice. I, I actually prefer too. the Wiz soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Wicked? Well. No. <laughs> Just put it up there. <laughs> I've not listened to this, so uh, yeah, I'm thoroughly looking forward to this. Oh, there you go. Cool. Ooh. Awesome. Wonderful. So that was... Ba-da. Album of the week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. Album of the week. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to say, guys, before we go? Shaquille O'Neal. On air. Ba-la-ba-la. Nice. Thanks for listening. Bye. So don't forget, you can get 10% off at theatertokens.com, courtesy of us. Just put It's All an Act into the promo code and you can have 10% off. Don't forget to let us know what you saw. Bum, 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 your mum. Bye.